There's only ever two you meet. One who keeps things nice and neat. Silence is their quiet treat. And under every rug they sweep, steering clear of conflict's heat. Then there is a different beast, marching to a savage beat. Takes a sour with the sweet, never takes the path of least. Company that few can keep, followers left in dusty heaps. Take the old way and break it, beat it. These ones leave the rules in pieces. The next generation Ford Ranger Raptor. Coming soon. Welcome to Women Who Rock With Success, which is an award-winning show for professional women. We profile a collective of amazing women who are thriving to build their brand. Women are handpicked in various fields who can provide credible information to build your business and lifestyle. We are live each Thursday at 9 a.m. Central Time, followed by our latest brand, Women Who Rock Investigates. To learn more about us, go to our website at www.womenwhorockwithsuccess.com. Now, let's join our podcast host in the studio, Mrs. Diane Winbush. Hello, everybody, and good morning, and welcome to Women Who Rock With Success. Thank you so much for tuning in with us on today. And so, of course, we also know that July, August, and I guess the month of September, this is where we do a lot of business. We do a lot of business also in May, April, and also in March. But around the July time and in August time, we do a lot of sales. And so we have a professional entrepreneur that's going to be helping us today to be able to understand even a little bit more about how to do sales, marketing, and a little bit about his brand. So we want to welcome to the show this morning the Price Whisperer. So good morning. Thank you very much, Diane, for having me on the show. And um, <clears throat> I think it's very interesting, actually, that um, that you have this this show uh, specifically for women. I'm I'm native from from Sweden, and when I go back to Sweden and, and hold uh, seminars and so forth for for executive teams, um, there is an uh, almost fifty fifty mix between men and, and women in 
in in um, within the management team. Uh, so very very different than, than here in the U.S. Okay, okay, that's that's fine. So um, share a little bit of, uh, with the audience a little bit about you, um, and then share um, also a little bit as to kind of what got you into this, uh, into the marketing, into the to the sales, helping people to price in their companies and their business and their corporations. Yes, the the, um, <clears throat> the the story is that I, I ran a couple of companies in Europe before I moved here to Los Angeles in, in the mid mm-hmm. 90s, and 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 I came here to establish and run a um, division of a fairly large public company, um, and after that I had another four CEO positions. And um, 15 years ago, I, I decided I was too old and too opinionated to be hired gun. So um, uh, it was time to me to set up my own shop, and, and uh, I, I decided uh, in these various companies that I had run, we did pricing experiments, and um, mm-hmm. some of those experiments were tremendously well, meaning next quarter revenues are up 25%, and some were duds, and many were just inconclusive, and what I had learned in business school uh, and can read about pricing was so theoretical and academic that um, that it didn't help me in any way or it should help us in any way to understand mm-hmm. um, why some of those experiments worked or not so so when I um, when I set up my own company um, I decided to take that uh, interest that I always had in pricing and and develop a process that would make every pricing experiment a success okay Okay. And, okay. And that's awesome. Is, is, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Pricing, of course, is is really important because if you think of it, um, any company, and, and you, we're talking about um, entrepreneurs to entrepreneurs here, um, any any company, mm-hmm. uh, the, the 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 companies are driven by the profit, right? Um, yes, if you have investors, you eventually still need to be profitable. You know? <laughs> and any mm-hmm. company is driven by profits. And profits comes from only three portions, but only three things. It comes from uh, the cost of whatever you're selling. It comes mm-hmm. from um, the sales volume of what you're selling. And it comes from the price mm-hmm. of what you're selling. Okay. And... Um, very, I mean, it's a very simple calculation, uh, but the interesting thing is that out of these three, um, pricing has the highest leverage on profitability. And for the okay. average company, for the average company, if you can, and we, let's do a thought experience, uh, experiment here, uh, something that I call the 1% challenge. And um, if we look at changing any of these three variables with a single percent if you're like an average company uh, if you can increase your sales volume with one uh, percent profitability goes up with three and a half percent if you can mm-hmm. decrease your cost with one percent profitability goes up with five and a half percent but if you can increase your price with one percent or decrease your discounting with one percent profitability goes up with 11.3%, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, the challenge portion here is, have you ever failed to change anything a single percent? Right? Of course <laughs> not. <laughs> oh, right. 
So, so my advice here to the audience is that <clears throat> look at those prices you have. Look at the discounts you give away. Um, maybe, maybe you can increase your prices one, two, three, five percent. And, mm-hmm. and in most cases, um, if you're like an average company, you've increased your profitability with fifty percent. Or think about do I really have to give away twenty percent discount? Maybe it's good enough with fifty, right? And you have the same result. Okay. Wow, that is so awesome. That is so awesome. So we are dying to know. We're dying to know. What, um, why the name Price Whisperer? I mean, we got the part about the price. Well, what about the the Whisperer part? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it's it's actually not my, um, uh, my invention. Um, I, I've been called the price whisperer so many times. I, uh, I'm part of many networking organizations, and, and, um, and, and obviously I'm, I'm helping other members with their pricing challenges, and I talk a lot about pricing. I present about pricing. I, I show how people can use pricing as a profit lever and, and how to um, really elevate their company to the next level by using pricing. And... and um, so they started, I started to be called the price whisperer <laughs> and, and in one of those organizations. And, <clears throat> and I thought it was a bit hokey, but, um, uh, you know, people seem to like it. So, uh, so I adopted it. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. So now we know. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, and, and uh, um, price whisper, the, the price whisper is, is also the, the name of my book that was published last week um, and, uh, and is available on, on, well, <coughs> on uh, Kindle in, uh, on Amazon uh, as of today. We have an introductory price for the first uh, couple of weeks, so it's only one ninety nine, I think, for 320 pages. Okay, that's awesome. That is awesome. So here's the next question for corporations as to um, why do some of the corporations or companies make some mistakes when it comes to pricing? Well, the, the, first of all, the, this, uh, this, this, this calculation I just mentioned, um, the, um, that pricing actually has the highest leverage on profitability is something that um, is quite unknown. Um, most okay. companies focus on revenue. Most companies focus on revenue, not profitability. And mm-hmm. um, I, I'm saying most companies, of course, because there are outliers. But <clears throat> in fact, in a uh, in a, uh, a study we did in in my company a few years back, we we asked this statistically valid number of, of American CEOs, uh, which of these three variables um, affects uh, pr- uh, profits the most? And uh, 86% said sales volume. Okay. And, and they're wrong. <laughs> they're okay. wrong because if you, increase, if you increase your sales volume, you also increase your cost, right? Mm-hmm. Even if mm-hmm. what you're selling, even if what you're selling is a service or, or software, um, there is, there is, there's uh, more sales are going to mean uh, more customer support is going to mean maybe more salespeople, and so even, even, even in the case 
um, where you don't have a hard cost, there's still soft costs related to more, more, um, um, you know, higher higher sales volume. So, so the 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 um, uh, that's one thing that people are, don't think about pricing in in the context of um, of profitability. It's it's much much more uh, they focus on revenue. Um, the other is that. Um, like I said, the, the, what business schools are, are teaching about pricing is essentially useless information. It is, it is too academic, it is too theoretical, it's not practical enough. And, and, and um, likewise with almost all the books about pricing, that, that, that there is nothing of them. But um, it's mm-hmm. very... Not something that an entrepreneur can take home and say, "Okay, now I understand. Now I can start working with pricing as a as a profit lever." Um, and then, of course, there is a there is a lot of mumbo jumbo when it comes to price too. Um, people think <laughs> that it, it's uh, yeah, well, it, people think that it, it's some kind of um, art to set the right price. That there there's the, the, uh, they don't know that you can actually accurately measure what people are willing to pay and then set your prices mm-hmm. as matches willingness to pay. And, and what it does, okay. you, you know, the, the company goes to the next level. Okay. Okay. So, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that's those amazing. Are the, that those is... are the main reasons, you know. And, 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 okay. and companies, they, you know, they spend a lot of money on... on Sales development with marketing and salespeople and, and and all sorts of things. They also spend a lot of money on uh, cost control, um, and um, you know they have people being very good in, in looking at controlling costs. They may have expensive software to help them control costs, and then pricing is often a, an afterthought. You know? um, okay. And I'm, I'm okay. sure there's in, I'm sure I'm sure in the audience here uh, that. Um, there are many that have had uh, similar experiences to, to what I had, have had in, in, in my prior life when there's a, a new product that's going to be launched, you know. <clears throat> maybe mm-hmm. there's a, it's going to go up on the website, maybe there's a brochure that needs to be done, maybe there's a trade show. Something is happening and suddenly somebody says, but well, we don't have a price. And mm-hmm. panic comes in. <laughs> And everybody goes into everybody, you know, somebody from finance, somebody from marketing, somebody from sales, uh, somebody from product management um, goes into a, a conference room and tries to decide the price. Nobody has mm-hmm. any real um, data more than possibly an estimation of the cost. And, but mm-hmm. everybody's got a lot of opinions. Um, sales often want the price to be lower because it, they think that makes their life easier. Marketing often say, well, we need to value price, and then they don't know what the value is. Um, product management <coughs> also typically say that uh, um, this, this product is, is so valuable that it should be three times the price of, of competition. You know? And, mm-hmm. and um and, 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 and finance, in the end, um, look at margins and, and also want higher prices. And, and after an hour of no decision, typically the, the, the person with the highest seniority slams his or her 
fists on the table and said, this is going to be the price. Mm-hmm. Is that going to be the right price? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. So that, okay. That, that, that and, happens a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. And so how do you, as the price whisperer, how do you help them to be able to modify and wedge between, um, you know, the difference? Because sometimes when an individual is going into a business or they perhaps maybe already have a pre-existing corporation and what have you, sometimes it can be challenging and difficult, uh, you know, to be able to decide. So with the expertise that you bring uh, to the public and to um, your uh, customers and what have you, so how do you kind of help to modify and wedge that gap? Well, the, the uh, let's 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 take this from from two um, two perspectives, you know. Um, okay. <clears throat> the um, the first one is is uh, the kind of work we do uh, for for established uh, corporations. The the second version here is going to be for for startups and very small companies. So if we if we look at the first thing we do uh, for corporations that, that are ongoing is that. Uh, we do willingness to pay research, and and that's an online poll that goes out into a company's marketplace. So that could be a consumer marketplace, or it could be a business-to-business marketplace. And from that, we can accurately predict sales volume and revenue at different prices. And obviously, oh. if you can accurately predict sales volume, you can set the price to maximize sales or maximize revenue because those are different price points. Um, mm-hmm. But then that's just the very first step because then we take that um, further and we um, um, we segment this by different customer profiles. So we tell our clients, if you focus on this market segment or this customer profile, um, it will support higher prices than and more profitable prices than another um, segment. So we can focus them on mm-hmm. the right segment. Then we do the same with uh, products or service features and benefits. So we can say, if you use these features, functions, and benefits in your <clears throat> in your communication, uh, it supports higher prices than other features and functions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And th- then the same with marketing. We can tell them if you use this, um, um, if you use these marketing channels with these messages it will support higher prices than marketing in other channels and with other messages. And the same mm-hmm. with sales. We say if you use these sales channels with this sales methodology, you are going to, um, uh, you're going to have generate a higher willingness to pay than others, and, and therefore um, uh, it will support higher prices. And in the end, obviously, we, can, we, we develop a strategy, pricing strategy, that minimize mm-hmm. sales friction and, and maximize revenues. So <clears throat> this all together, um, when executed on, um, really um, uh, elevate a company to the next level. And um, just to give you some recent examples, I, uh, for my book that I mentioned, The Price Whisper, um, I reached out to some earlier customers and I sent them a review copy and I said, can you please say something nice? And I got uh, this note back from uh, a guy called Jim and Eric and he said, well, Per, your teaching 
helped us to grow our company from 100 million to way over a billion. Thank you very much. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, that's, this, is, this is what I'm talking about. Um, earlier this year, we took one company from 200 million to 250 million in three weeks. Um, we, um, <clears throat> a smaller company, we took from about 15 million to 35 million in six weeks. This is okay. transformation. This is, this is okay. when you do this correctly, it's transformation. It's not uh, a percent here, a percent here. It's really elevating the company to the next level. Now, um, if you're a startup, <clears throat> you have to, obviously money is very tight um, okay. or you're a very small company. So, but there is still a way you can get to some of these benefits. And um, what you do as an entrepreneur then is that you go out and, and you find at least 25 potential buyers. This should not be your existing customers. It should not be your existing um, uh, your, it should not be your existing um, uh, prospects, you know, but, but strangers that, that are new mm-hmm. to your company. Right. You explain what it is you want to sell so that this person really understands it. And then you ask them two questions. The first question is, now when you understand what I'm selling, what is the price that would be so low that you don't think you want to buy it? Because you think mm-hmm. that we wouldn't deliver on our promise, that you don't think the quality is going to be good enough, etc. And then you ask the second question, which is, now when you understand when, uh, what we are selling, uh, what, what is the price that is too high, no matter how good it is, no matter the benefits, no matter what is simply too much. Now, when you talk to at least 25 people and have answers to, do, to those questions, um, you um, take the averages, and then suddenly you have a range of prices. Not lower okay. than that and not higher than that, right? Okay. Okay. So you have understood on a, on a high level what, um, what the, um, the market that you're focusing on are willing to pay for, you, for the product or service. Mm-hmm. You can never, ever ask them, what are you willing to pay? Or what is okay. the right price? Because they will lie. The key is to phrase those questions as I did. Okay. Wow. Wow. That right. is, that is yeah. so amazing. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, and, and should I re- uh, repeat those questions? Uh, no, no. It, it's just kind of amazing how you took this one corporation from you know, uh, you know, six, seven figure digits, and you you brought gave them the 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 strategies that they needed to be able to even enhance it just just through price. Mm-hmm. You know, because some, sometimes people may overlook the fact that okay, this does matter. Okay, so let's put, put the right perspectives in the right place so to be able to help you to be able to grow and you can be able to um, decide on which better fits the better plan and what have you to be able to really, you know, excel the business. So that is so, so very, very awesome. So I guess that's the reason why they call you the price whisperer. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> okay, great. That is so, true. Um, yeah, yeah, because, you know, sometimes, you know, like uh, you, we see people in film and we see people in entertainment 
Um, individuals may get a, a certain name because they're um, an expert at a, in a certain field or what have you, and so we're gonna uh, we're gonna uh, move the birth name out of the way, and now they got a stage name. So that's what I kind of see you as a person yeah. that has a stage name. Okay, that is so so very wonderful. So um, can every company improve their pricing, or is just uh, a specific type of category of uh, companies because you know we have uh, intermediate level type of businesses we have conglomerates and what have you and then of course you know um, uh, price whisperer Um, we uh, the nation kind of experienced here in the U.S. a very catastrophic economic uh, disaster I guess if we can be able to use that word in 2008 and then we had a lot of conglomerates like the Lehman Brothers um, and other uh, companies here that kind of went under they they you know, kind of came back a little bit, but they kind of, you know, experienced a lot of uh, detrimental finances. And so can every company improve their pricing, even if they go for, we're going to say they're going to even go for bankruptcy, okay, and then we're going to try to make a comeback. I think like GMC did. GMC kind of filed uh, bankruptcy here in the U.S. It was some, some yep. other ones that they gave them like a bailout, uh, bailout, I'm sorry, package and what have you. And then I think some of them may have went under and perhaps maybe even filed Chapter uh, 13 or Chapter 11, but they brought themselves back. So is this for every company yep. or is this for like mid-sized companies or for conglomerates? Um, kind of specialized to the audience as to your, your, your expertise as to what specifics would be able to profit even from your brand. Yeah, the the um, the, the um, um, almost all companies we've we've been engaged with um, about 750 different companies over the years and and worked with maybe four to five thousand different products and I think once or maybe twice we actually found a company that uh, was co- exactly correct prices you know um, okay okay some. Some some companies um, we can only do small adjustments, you know, five uh, percent, maybe ten percent. Uh, in other cases, we we could uh, double their prices or more, you know. So, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but to to your question, <clears throat> this is there is a few places where 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 this is not really applicable, and and one is companies that are um, that are selling exclusively to government because the government are um, they have to buy the cheapest they don't they don't have a choice other than actually buying whatever you know they they make some kind of request for proposal and they get proposals and they they just have to pick what whatever is is cheapest and I'm talking both federal and state and local government um, so if you're selling to those um, the, the methodology I'm talking about uh, doesn't work. There are other methods that work, but that's a different story. Um, and 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 also, if you if you're selling uh, to um, a very very small market, um, just to give you an example, okay. I uh, I was in contact with with a company who sells a service, um, and they sell that service only to Fortune 500 companies in the Bay Area, and there are 132 okay. of them. That is too small a market, <laughs> um, and and um, and and um, so so those are read or some some companies don't even have a price list. You know, they they send out. This is typically B two B, but they they send out 
you know, salespeople and 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 they you know, with the instructions so take the best price you can get you know so okay. um uh, if you don't have a price list then then there's no references so to speak okay okay wow that is awesome this is a lot of good information for our audience on today so um uh we've got a couple more questions we'd like to ask before we get ready to wrap up this session sure. and so let's 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 ask you this i think this is very very detailed and important for the audience and for the listeners is good pricing an art or a science in your perspective because you're the price whisperer, <laughs> you're the expert so you tell us you tell us which one it is is this an art or is this a science <laughs> it, it is it is it is science and process it is not art okay. um and uh, and and in fact, the reason why I think I mentioned that I the reason that so many companies do not uh, put enough resource into pricing or um, really have pricing that is is um, they don't think too much about pricing. Basically, I mean, let me give you an example. I um, okay. uh, I spoke to the CEO of of a um, a, a startup um, a SaaS company. Um, they I think they they did the contract um, um, contract management of some some sort, and, and he told me that I've decided that the price is going to be 165 dollars per user per month, and then he okay. continued, but I don't know if that was the right price. It just felt good. Maybe we should have. Uh, been 99, maybe we should have been 250. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but 165 okay. per month per users felt like the right price. Okay. I can guarantee that this company is is leaving money on the table. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so to answer your question, it's process and, and science. Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. So, of course, the price with Fura, we want you to be able to share with the audience how they can be able to reach you, connect with you, network with you, um, any publications that you would like to share and whether you can, they can be able to find the publications, um, any links to your website, to anything of social media handles that you would like to share. You can be able to um, do this at, at this time. We always encourage our audience to be able to um, get a very uh, deeper um, I guess enrichment of our guests so they can be able to follow them and learn even more about um, their brand. So you can do that at this time. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I you know, I got a weird name. Um, the, the, I would <laughs> encourage the audience to, to find me by simply doing a Google search. Uh, search for the price whisper. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pop up everywhere. Um, and likewise, okay. if, you, if you're interested in my book, um, uh, again, it's called the Price Whisper, and and you can uh, find it on um, on Amazon. It's currently only a Kindle Kindle version, um, and the 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 hot copy is going to be available early November. But um, but it's the Kindle is um, is available and and can be downloaded. And again, just search for the Price Whisper on on Amazon. Okay, perfect. We thank you so much for taking the opportunity to be our guest on today, and hopefully you'll come back uh, perhaps maybe in a few months and be able to give us an update on what you're doing. And I guess where you would be, um, you know, is an update um, in your brand and um, 
to be able to help the audience continue to be able to uh, learn more and more about what it is about pricing when it comes to, um, uh, you know, company, intermediate company, and also those companies that are, uh, you know, I, I guess I want to call them conglomerates. So thank you once again. Yeah. Uh, Women Who Rock With Success, meet us right over back to our business summit that will be starting in about 30 minutes. We thank everybody for tuning in and just go right on over to the next end in 30 minutes. So thank you once again and have a wonderful day. Uh, Price was thank you very, Thank you very much. Thank you.